Yo, 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 what up, what up? It's your girl Daylight, and you are tuned into On a Higher Level here on Anchor FM. Hello, hello to you guys. Guys, I'm so happy to be back here with y'all in 2021, taking shit off and making shit happen. I'm telling you, so much has been going on right now, things that I was not expecting, and I've been letting go of expectations. That is one of my major things in the growth that has happened so far. So no expectations. So I'm not saying, hey, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. I'm just going with the flow. Life is so much easier that way once you let go of a certain end game or end goal because plans can change at any moment. And I find that out often with ACC. So what's happened recently was I started having these excruciating headaches. Now, ACC has always caused headaches for me. That's pretty much how we found it in the first place. But this headache was so excruciating that I couldn't sit still. I was like trying to like crawl out of my skin. So I went to the ER thinking they're gonna just be like, okay, let's give her some medicine and send her home. No, they admitted me into the hospital for four days because the headaches turned out to be coming from brain swelling on the dura lining of my brain, which is the outermost layer of the brain itself, the brain tissue, the brain lining. So it was swelling and that's what was causing the pressure. So I was hospitalized at Emory Johns Creek, of course, Emory and I do not have a great relationship. So I'm no longer with them. But I was hospitalized there, and um, the doctors and everybody were great except for the pain specialist, but we'll get into that at a different time. But everyone was awesome. They were trying to get things going, trying to get things moving, trying to get me into the main hospital in Midtown, which I absolutely refuse. But um, yeah, just to scan me, MRIs, CAT scans, to see that there is swelling there and there is some activity back at the original site. ACC is so unpredictable. It's just like you never know what it's going to do, where it's going to go. But what I do find fascinating is it always stays on the left. Wherever it originates, whatever side it goes to, it never goes to the other side. But it'll go anywhere in the body, just not on the other side, unless the nerves change. Like, for instance, it will start on the left, but then it was also in my right lung if that makes any sense, once the nerves kind of change direction in the body. But it still typically starts with whatever was on the left. So it's it's amazing to see all of this play out. It's also amazing to know after all these years, there's still not a lot of options. It's also amazing to find out that each case is especially rare because it's a genetic cancer. So genes are different amongst everyone. So I've been reading, I've been researching, I've been talking to people. And like I said, I have so much to say and I have so much to share with you all. I started a YouTube page so you guys can see the physical journey and the aspects that happen, crying moments, you know, moments of, you know, just complete, utter pain and sadness. I want you guys to see the real because I think a lot of times people don't see us as um, these people that have emotions, you know, we're just, we're, we're soldiers, we're, no, we, we feel it. And I feel like it's necessary for people to see that, you know, this is a part of the journey. And so why not see the real parts of the journey if we're going to share? So I'm excited to dive into this, this time around season two premiere. Here we go. I'm excited to reach out to everybody, to talk to everybody, to hear your stories. 
like I said once again and I'm just really excited about this season because I feel like it's going to take a different turn and I want you guys to be prepared to you know hear everything that you're going to hear everyone's sharing their beautiful testimonies you know we all are suffering with some form of PTSD in some way shape or another so we're going to dive into mental health even more we're going to get this word out here ACC needs to be recognized you know we need to have more options as I'm going back into treatment myself right now you know I have my PET scan actually on Monday with my new team. Not only that, I see my doctor right after and they've ordered some more tests. They actually wanted me to be in the hospital this weekend, but I didn't want to go back because the steroids that I am on are causing me to swell pretty badly to the point where I gained 20 pounds in like three weeks. So they're very concerned. So that's where I'm at right now. So as we dive into the next parts of the podcast and season two, oh my gosh, can you believe we're on season two? You guys, this is a thing. This is something that I never expected. No expectations, right? God is good. I, I feel blessed. So yes, let's go ahead and get into this. You will be hearing about my journey as I'm progressing forward because I'm going to survive this thing. I mean, God is good. I already claim it. I have to believe it and I have to walk in that and I absolutely fucking do. Oh, and you're going to be hearing me speak from a real level. And I do curse sometimes. And if you're not cool with that, you're going to have to leave. The battle is real. I speak how I feel. So let's get started. So today in the tea that we're sipping, we're sipping Herbal Cancer Blend by Shango Oya. Now, Shango Oya is my girl Jasmine. We went to church together. We grew up in that era back in the day. And she is an absolutely incredible woman. She makes these wonderful herbs for curing cancer, curing things that plague the body, because we all know that there's natural things here for those reasons to cure things. We weren't meant to be plagued by disease and hunger and things that plague the physical body, nor the spiritual body or the mental health and emotional health. So she has created personalized products for going through diseases and issues with the body and I am absolutely fascinated by her mind and how it works and I'm just thankful that she was willing to make this for me. So now I use it twice a day. Well, actually, I use it three times a day because I'm supposed to use 24 ounces. So I have a spoon that's a steeper that you pour the herbs in and then it goes down and then you can steep it into the little tube at the bottom of the little metal tube. So that's how I did it. So today I had my herbal cancer blend with some CBD oil, some black seed oil, some oil of oregano, some apple cider vinegar. What else did I use? I used some vigor drops, which is just, you know, different cayenne. Uh, things of that nature, ashwagandha, things that are essential for the body to heal itself. So I did that, drank my tea, I do that three times a day, eight ounces each, 24. And um, it's really been helping me feel uh, vibrant and alive again because now I can move around. For a while, the steroids had completely taken over. So I adjusted my dose on my own. I told my doctors about it. I'm like, I can't be going through this type of hell. You know, I've said before that treatment is usually way more harsh than the cancer itself, and it is an absolute fucking nightmare. So now I am in a better state of mind. I prayed about it. I stayed on top of things as not to lose myself to the medication because that was one of my biggest issues in the past was not knowing how to 
stay present and stay on medication that was supposed to be helping me now like I said with the steroids causing me to swell things are kind of going in a different direction and so I'm remaining as true to my lifestyle as I can I'm vegan you know I eat as clean as I can I'm not always perfect but I do try to make the most effort that I can and so this is definitely one of those things that I'm doing now it's um, my herbal cancer blend I might add in some peppermint tea um, along with some prune juice because steroids are absolutely terrible on the stomach and constipation and you got to make sure that you keep your your gut clean because gut health you know it's overall you know every every other part of your body is going to keep your immunity strong so that's my goal here I know that what I'm doing probably isn't directly touching the ACC itself but it is keeping my body well and that's the goal here so yes today's tea is herbal cancer blend by Shango Oya thank you so much Jasmine check them out over at www oh my gosh that came out terribly www.shangooyacloset.com That's S-H-A-N-G-O-O-Y-A-C-L-O-S-E-T dot com. And you will not be disappointed. They're absolutely just amazing people. And go check them out. Go check out their products. You may be able to help somebody or help yourself. You never know. Okay, darling, so the strain of the moment is Grape Ape. Okay, so yeah, Grape Ape is absolutely incredible. I tried this myself. Usually the strains that I talk about, I've tried myself, so it's not even a question. I've tried this one myself. Grape Ape is, without a doubt, my new favorite. It's 90% Indica, 10% Sativa, mostly Indica crossbreed of Mendocino Perp, Skunk, and Original Afghani. And it's relatively strong, but not overpowering. Powering, <laughs> Tweety Bird. <laughs> it's relatively strong, but not overpowering tool for treating disease. I absolutely agree. There was this one day I was in so much pain that nothing was working, none of the bud strains, and I got a hold of some grape eight, grape ape, and it immediately took the pain away. Like the pressure that was in my head is un, it's it's unmatched in how intense it could be. So yeah, it lifted that that strain, that part that's really 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 painful, like the little twinge. I can't even describe it but it lifted that almost immediately and it was the only one that could so yeah I definitely would say get on the grape ape if you're in any type of pain if you're dealing with chronic pain or going through something that's tied to your health definitely get on the grape ape the effects are euphoria happy relaxing sleepy agree and now it relieves ADD ADHD bipolar disorder chronic pain depression insomnia loss of appetite mood swings PTSD and stress wow that sounds like cancer itself. <laughs> like this, it, it, it does it cure cancer? I mean, let me know. Flavors, berry, fruity, and grape. And the aroma is sweet, earthy, and grape. So for sure, guys, this strain, Grape Ape, is definitely for, it relieves pain. It gives you an appetite. It helps you sleep. These are things that I suffer with. You should see all the pills that they have me on in this bag. It is absolutely insane. So you're telling me one blunt of Grape Ape can trump every fucking pill bottle in my bag why then is it so taxed why then is it so illegal why then is are there so many problems why is it so frowned upon why do older generations like oh my gosh you smoke weed no you need to go in your drug bag right there with all the little white tops and orange bottles and eat all that shit eat all those pills why 
I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that way. I would rather smoke a blunt and be chilling and eating some ice cream, feeling good, than walking around half dead on some medications that are making me swell and end back up in the hospital. It's like a whole sick-ass cycle. I wish people were more open-minded to things that are absolutely helping than trying to understand a stigma that's been set up by the media that you won't even look into yourself because you just, it's normal because the media says it is. It's not normal. Weed helps. It helps with pain. I've been actively dealing with cancer for 19 years, and I can tell you that weed helps. It helps more than Percocet. It helps more than Lortab, but those get given out like candy on Halloween. But yet and still, it's frowned upon if I smoke a blunt and I smell like weed, but I'm not in pain. What, what's the catch here? Health, wealth, money. Yeah, we know that money is the, the big deal here, and nobody really gives a damn about personal health. But at the end of the day... This is helpful. This helps with pain. This helps with mental health. This helps with appetite. Like, get off of the backs of the people that are trying to do the right things. Like, fuck. Find a new hobby. Shit. And smoke some great babe while you're at it. (laughs) All right, our ACC factoid of the week. What is the cause of ACC? This is a question that I googled just to see if anybody else had any questions about ACC. I tell you guys all the time that you can reach out to me and ask me any questions, anything that you want to compare, talk about, have a discussion about. We don't have to talk about it on the podcast. I mean, we have something very, very unique in common, so we can always chat. But I also wanted to know what other people were thinking. So I googled, what is the cause of ACC? Because I saw the question pop up before, and of course, I searched it again, lost the question someone had asked. So I asked it myself. So We get from rarediseases.com that the exact cause of adenoid cystic carcinoma is unknown. However, current research suggests that genetic changes or mutations, excuse me for one moment, it's so weird. I I have this thing that happens on the back side of the left side where I had surgery two years ago and sometimes that muscle will lock on me like a charley horse in the back of your calf and it's absolutely excruciating. So I try to stop it from happening, so I have to bend in the opposite direction. Like, I have to bend my head back, like I'm rinsing my head, rinsing shampoo out of my hair. So it's so funny that this happened right at this moment. So give me a second, but I think it's necessary. This is part of what's happening with me now. I'm about to talk about it with you guys in the next segment about what's happening with daylight. All right, I think I paused long enough, but... Mutations are the underlying basis of cellular malignant transformation in many cancers, including ACC. Well, that sounds hopeful now to know that it's genetic because, you know, our genes are completely unique to each and every one of us. So what does that say about cancer? You know, how does it work in conjunction with other genes, other functions? I know that when I've been pregnant in the past that the cancer would move relentlessly. So obviously something is tying it to you know, pregnancy, but it doesn't happen for everyone. It's still that rare. That's what I'm saying. It's There's no basis for ACC. Adenoid cystic carcinoma is absolutely unpredictable. As I stand here on my swollen feet and ankles, that is just one of the many perks that have come along with everything that's happening right now with daylight in my treatment. So what's going on with me? Guys, it's a lot. I wasn't even expecting it myself. I was kind of thrown back into this world this way. 
it had been a long time, you know, and things have changed significantly as far as how treatment is going, you know, who I'm being treated by, things that I've experienced so far. So right now I am in the middle of scheduling. So, you know, I have an appointment coming up on Monday. Today is Sunday, early, early Sunday, super late. I'm up by myself. You know, this is the prime time for me to be able to speak freely without being mommied every five seconds. But yes, now I am in the middle of scheduling. So like I said, PET scan Monday. And then I was supposed to have a meeting with my oncologist the following Monday, but of course that has just been rescheduled, so I'm not sure when that's going to happen. I don't know if she wants to see me sooner or if she wants to see me later. We haven't discussed that yet, but they're very, very fast at staying on top of things and they don't fall behind and they make sure that they get every test done efficiently and every test possible, you know what I'm saying? They, they've called out some tests I've never even heard of before. They are very, very, very efficient. So I'm very happy to say that because at first I had lost hope in my city. I did, you know, I'd been here for so long. I've been here for 21 years and to have as little help as I do is, you know, very few options here in such a big city, in such a huge city. I'm just surprised that I have such, you know, minimal options. It's just, it surprises me, you know? So everything is always everywhere else that seems out of reach, right? In a state that seems like you can't go there. Well, I can't go there right now. I can't move there. It's just, it's one of those things that's just overwhelming in so many different ways. And so recently, I like I said at the beginning, I'd been experiencing really, really bad headaches. They would come and they would set in. It's been, you know, it's been about a year, honestly, if I can go all the way back that these headaches started, but they would set in with such intensity that they would debilitate me for the rest of the time that they were there, whether it lasted 10 minutes, whether it lasted the rest of the night. And it would always be around like evening time where, where it would set in. I don't know what that's about, but it would set in around the evening time and I would be debilitated. I couldn't eat. I couldn't look at anything. I couldn't speak everything hurt you know it was like this this just crushing pain like a walnut I don't even ugh, I can't describe it but it was it was bad and so it was very sporadic it didn't happen all the time so I tried not to really be too bothered by it I tried to contact the team that I was a part of at that time and let them know about it of course nothing happened so I continued to live my life it was only recently within the last I would say month maybe that the headaches became um, much more intense and much more, um, they became, they started to happen more often actually. So the headaches are not only more intense, they're occur occurring all the time. So there was one night where the headaches set in randomly and it was so excruciating. I just jumped up and started running around the room crying. It was terrible, so I ended up having to go to the ER, which is something I haven't done in a long time and I try to avoid. So I'm at the ER thinking, okay, they're just gonna give me some drugs, keep me here for a couple of hours and send me home. No, that's not what happened. After taking the initial CAT scan, because you know, headaches are a big deal in ERs, and so after taking the initial CAT scan, they saw swelling on the dura, the lining, the outermost lining of my brain, and immediately they admitted me into the hospital. And I was there for the next four days on steroids and pain pills and um, all these different medications. I was on a, an IV drip, you know, um, CAT scan after MRI, after CAT scan, after blood test, after 
it was it was insane so uh, they were trying to figure out what was happening you know they couldn't use the CT dye because I had a reaction to that before you know anaphylaxis so they couldn't do that so they wanted to admit me into the full hospital which was downtown but I had very very bad experiences with that hospital so I absolutely refused to go so I opted to be checked out of the hospital and since then, they've had me on the same steroid, which is um, dexamethasone, which you're not supposed to be on for as long as I am. And I am on it still. So I am swelling, like, terribly. I've gained 20 pounds within the last three weeks just being on these medications. Um, my legs swell. My knees hurt all the way down my shin to my ankles. It's It's been a trip. It's It's been a lot. And the medicine part was... A part of the journey that I thought I'd never have to see again and I hoped that I would never have to see again because I've spoken about this before and how much I hate medication but you should see the medicine bag I carry around with me like it jingles like like it fucking jingles like that's and for a while I'm not gonna lie the steroids completely took over my moods it was it was terrible it was I had to get my shit together I really did because it was a life that I was too familiar with that I didn't want to dive back into. I know what this looks like. I know what it feels like. So I took control of my mental health all over again. It was like a rewashing of my issues, like all over again, because they started to present themselves in a different way that I hadn't seen them before. So this was a whole new aspect of this journey. You know, being older, being 33 this year, I have to face things in a whole different way. You know what I'm saying? I have to think about death. I have to think about what what happened to my little ones and what I want to do and what I want to have in place for them because it's not a discussion that I've ever wanted to have before. But if I must keep it all the way real, it is something that needs to be discussed and talked about and really thought about. Like, how do I feel? And I feel like I've faced that in moments in this part already. And this is just the beginning. You know, this is just scheduling. This is just, I haven't even had the PET scan yet. You know, I met with an, a wonderful um, neurologist. He's absolutely phenomenal. I'm, I'm sorry, neurosurgeon. And um, I still haven't scheduled to have surgery yet or if it's even necessary after the scan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Dealing with the brain, it's a whole new idea mindset for me I'm like how do you deal with something so delicate so powerful yet so delicate all at the same time it's the brain you know how do you heal the brain you know and so I stay faithful I have to stay faithful because if I don't stay faithful now man I'm gonna lose it I'm gonna absolutely lose it because it's like year 19 man year 19 season two of on a higher level and that I am thankful for but year 19 Like, I can't, and this is how it starts. I mean, it literally started, like, the first of the year. Here I am. So, I praise God for every moment that I encounter, everything that I've learned, everything that I'm learning. Because ACC has taught me so much in so many different ways in my life, not just through cancer, not just through survivorship, but through trials and tribulation, uh, the way that I'm able to face things and handle things and admit how I feel about things, it wasn't like that before. It wasn't like that growing up in my house. It wasn't like that with my family. We didn't express ourselves. We didn't have feelings outside of what we were told. So coming into that in my womanhood and my motherhood and my individuality, it's been a blessing. So, you know, I hate ACC. I hate cancer. I hate what it does to the body. But I am thankful for everything that I've learned and everything that I'm learning because you never stop learning. That's the truth. That's the God honest truth here. And yeah, this is just the beginning. So I will be keeping you guys up to date with me. 
have videos up on our YouTube page. I'm excited about those and I'm excited to share something else with you guys. So stay tuned, okay? Stay so most don't know this but outside of on a higher level podcast i am a writer i've been a writer my entire life that's what i'm in school for that's what i do that's what i love so i've been trying to get it into my kids lives as well they love it as well they've shown me their writing shared their writings with me we read a story every night that someone has written and it inspires me you know so i wanted to get that going more get their the wheels rolling in their head more and more ideas getting out there so i bought this book from target called 300 more writing prompts so it's literally just 300 questions random questions to write about so most recently we wrote about hopefully i can find it really quickly because i don't think i bookmarked it let's see let's see what our prompt was about because i think it was a great one my daughter chose actually the oldest daughter so let's see it says nope it wasn't that one. i think i can actually just find it in my notebook because we actually wrote to the prompt so let's go back a couple of pages and writing prompt Okay, so this is the one that my daughter chose. I thought it was so amazing. So, it goes. Do you think it is wise to remove all negative people from your life, even if some are family? If so, why? Now, I want to share my answer with you guys. It was straight into the point. Sometimes I write in parables, metaphors. Sometimes I just tell you exactly how I feel, so I want to share it with you guys. I feel like this is absolutely necessary as it pertains to mental and spiritual health. No one is worth a purposely troublesome connection. We all have a choice, and I choose peace. If you interrupt that peace, your ass gots to go, period. (laughs) What I want you guys to try to do is to incorporate this into your daily life, to try to find a prompt, or you can come here and find a prompt with me, and we'll discuss it as the topic for the following week as it pertains to adenoid cystic carcinoma, (laughs) adenoid cystic carcinoma and other things that plague our lives as far as disease and issues and traumatic experiences that we've experienced. So I want you to sit down and ask yourself, do you think it is wise to remove all negative people from your life, even if some are family? If so, why? Okay, vegan share time. Guys, I got to share with you my favorite vegan snack of the week because I have so many. I've discovered so much. Veganism is so fucking lit these days. I can't even describe it. But okay, so my favorite thing right now, and I feel like it's going to be my favorite thing forever, is the cranberry apple kombucha from Simple Truth Organic at Kroger Kombucha. Okay, cranberry apple is the absolute best flavor. It needs nothing. It is Zbomb that's zcom. Okay, raspberry hibiscus is also fly. They have blueberry, they have raspberry lemonade, which I also love. But their entire line is actually pretty dope. If I had to speak for any kombucha as a whole entire line, Kroger's Simple Truth Organic is the absolute best one out there that I've tasted thus far. Make sure you get you some. Vegan snack of the week is kombucha Simple Truth Organic, baby.
All right, ladies and gentle dudes, that was the premiere of season two of On a Higher Level. I could not have done it without y'all. My listeners, I've been looking at the numbers. You guys have been tuning in to season one. I'm so thankful for that. Thank you so much. Right now, I want to give a shout out to the artist of the week, which is my girl, Erica Baker. Yes, ma'am. She is the owner of Black and Bilingual Apparel. You can reach her over at blackbilingual.com. Check out her beautiful products, guys. Go support the beautiful melanated skin that is black people because we are out here doing the damn thing. E, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your shine. I'm so excited to work with you for the podcast, for everything that's moving forward, for that CBD, girl, you know, okay. But yes, girl, keep killing it out here. I'm proud of you. And we got to uplift one another, guys. I love seeing my people out here working. I love seeing y'all out here doing your damn thing. Keep it up. You're always going to have my support. I cannot wait to see y'all next week. I have so much to reveal to y'all. The website for On a Higher Level will be up and running in a week. You guys, we have so much, so much to share. The YouTube page is up and running. You can check out my videos there. Like I said, I'm going to be sharing so much of this journey with you guys in a completely different way. So I can't wait to do that. So make sure you stay tuned in. And let's chat. Let's get candid on a higher level.